Tiger Hattori sat down with NJPW1972.com to reflect on his legendary New Japan pro wrestling career spanning six decades. Today in part one of this recap, we are going to share with you his views on Hulk Hogan, Ricky Choshu, Carl Anderson, and more. Welcome to Wrestling Stable. We have plenty more wrestling stories on YouTube and your preferred podcast provider. You can follow us on Twitter at Wrestling Stable and visit us at WrestlingStable.com. Where you don't join, you're chosen. Tiger says that he is 74 years old and he has two grandkids. Around five years ago, he had spinal stenosis and could not move his feet for a while. This was caused by taking bumps in the ring when he would get caught between wrestlers. He says that there needs to be referees that can still enforce everything in the ring and that he has been lucky to be able to do this for so long. He says that he has no regrets and that he has had so much fun. While in Tampa, Florida for the New Beginning Tour USA, wrestlers such as Jerry Briscoe, Brian Blair, Steve Karn, and about 12 guys in total came to see him. Carl Anderson got in touch with him and invited him to his huge palace of a house. It has three floors, six bathrooms, and a pool. At the back of the house, there is a huge lake as well. He says that Carl has a bunch of kids, a big house, and even a doorman. He says that it's these success stories that are so interesting about this business. To stay in shape for his physically demanding job, he used to run a lot. He has been an athlete since middle and high school. He did judo and wrestled. He attended Meiji University, where he was on the all-Japanese team for Greco-Roman wrestling. After university, he won the American National Championship in Florida, which was sponsored by Championship Wrestling from Florida. This was in the 1970s, when Jerry Briscoe, the Funks, and Dusty Rhodes were all around. In 1977, he started refereeing in front of 400 people in Miami. He says that he was refer refereeing Hulk Hogan and William Ruska, and all of them sucked. He talks about how he knew Hulk Hogan before his debut. A young Hogan lived with his mom under his apartment. He used to live with his friends, and he was in a band with these guys. Tiger learned from Frenchie Bernard, who was a great referee and close friends with Andre the Giant. Bernard, Sonny Myers, and Carl Cox taught him everything. He was a manager for the team of Masa Saito and the Great Kabuki. They did about 320 matches a year, and in Miami, there were about 10,000 people there. Masa and Kabuki were living it up because since they were main eventers, they would get 8% of the gate. Because of the anti-Japanese sentiment from the war at the time, people were not too fond of him. He was a small guy with a Japanese flag. He gets smack on the head and get a bunch of trouble from the police. In the early 1990s, he was in a ton of fights. One time he was in a bar fight along with Road Warrior Hawk. Hawk flattened one of them and Tiger took on the other one. Also due to fighting, he would often have to pick up foreign wrestlers from the Rapungi police station. He talks about, his, about where the name Tiger comes from. It came from Bill Watts, who just pulled him aside and told him, from today, your name is Tiger. He doesn't know why, but maybe Bill's son Eric came up with that since he taught him as a kid. Tiger says that his English is and has always been terrible. He started refereeing in Japan in the 1980s, not for NJPW, but for All Japan. He went to AJPW with the Funks. In the 1980s, he also moved to New York. He started with New Japan in 1982. He met Riki Choshu while he was on excursion in Florida. He called him over to NJPW once he went back. He says he respects Choshu the most. He loves the way he's lived his life. 
Ricky and Tiger spent their wrestling lives together. In 1984, when Ricky went to Japan Pro, Tiger went with him. In 1987, when Ricky went back to NJPW, Tiger went with him. In 2002, Ricky left to go and form World Japan. Tiger went with him, and when that collapsed, they both came back together. He says that someone in NJPW office calls him Mr. Flip-Flop. When it comes to switching promotions, he says a lot of times it comes down to what the wrestler's family needs. He says that Japan is a great country. We will continue this recap in part two. Thank you for checking out Wrestling Stable. We have plenty more wrestling stories on YouTube and your preferred podcast provider. You can follow us on Twitter at Wrestling Stable and visit us at WrestlingStable.com. Where you don't join, you're chosen.